You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 249. Today we'll read Revelation chapter 11 together. The two witnesses are martyred and resurrected, and the seventh angel blows his trumpet. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. As I've said to you so many times this year, thebibleproject.com is a marvelous resource. And this may be the best yet. It so happens that they have a two-part video on the book of Revelation. Video number one is an overview of chapters 1 through 11, perfectly coordinated with where we are in our reading today. I really hope you go to their site and watch the first video. If you're like me, you'll find yourself saying, Oh yes, I remember when we read that, and I was wondering what that meant. They explain some of the imagery and symbolism, but they don't get way out there. Several times while watching, I wished I would have thought to use some of this info in the podcast. You know, just to clear up some confusion or fill in the gap for a clearer picture. Speaking for myself, I think I'm going to wait to watch video number two. It just makes so much more sense when you've already read the text. Then again, I may watch it now and watch it again as we get closer to the end of the book. I need all the help I can get in the second half of the book of the Revelation. In case I've never mentioned it, This is a totally free resource. The videos, the study materials, the lessons, they're all free. So I encourage you, take advantage of everything they have to offer. I would love to hear from you, especially if you watch the video. I've put a link in the show notes that will take you directly to video number one. Let me know if it helps at liftinghervoice.com. Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Revelation chapter 11 Then I was given a measuring reed, like a rod, with these words, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar, and count those who worship there. But exclude the courtyard outside the temple. Don't measure it, because it is given to the nations and they will trample the holy city 
for forty-two months. I will grant my two witnesses authority to prophesy for twelve hundred and sixty days, dressed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and consumes their enemies. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this way. They have authority to close up the sky so that it does not rain during the days of their prophecy. They also have power over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every plague whenever they want. When they finish their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the abyss will make war on them, conquer them, and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie in the main street of the great city, which figuratively is called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. And some of the peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will view their bodies for three and a half days and not permit their bodies to be put into a tomb. Those who live on the earth will gloat over them and celebrate and send gifts to one another because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. But after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet. Great fear fell on those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. They went up to heaven in a cloud, while their enemies watched them. At that moment, a violent earthquake took place. A tenth of the city fell, and seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake. The survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. Take note, the third woe is coming soon. The seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The twenty-four elders who were seated before God on their thrones fell face down and worshipped God, saying, We give you thanks, Lord God the Almighty, who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for the dead to be judged and to give the reward to your servants the prophets, to the saints, and to those who fear your name, both small and great, and the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder, an earthquake, and severe hail. This chapter opens with John being given a reed like a measuring rod. He is then told to measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. This is not the first time we've read of the temple being measured in the Bible. 
Ezekiel chapters 40 through 43 have a similar but much more extensive measuring of the temple. I read an interesting interpretation of this measuring where it was said that sometimes in the Old Testament, the idea of measuring communicates ownership, protection, and preservation. The idea being that God is in charge, He knows the temple's every measurement, and He is in control. But what is the temple that John is witnessing in this vision? There is currently no temple in Jerusalem. Some scholars take this to be a metaphor for the church or the body of believers. But that doesn't make sense when you consider the measurements being made. It's more likely that this is the temple spoken of in the books of Daniel, Matthew, and 2 Thessalonians. Daniel told us that the Antichrist would defile the temple by putting something abominable there. Jesus tells us in Matthew that a sign of God's wrath on the earth is when we see the abomination standing in the holy place. And Paul tells us that the Antichrist will sit in the temple as a god. So there most likely will be a physical temple, but where it will be and when it will be built, only God knows. Who do you suppose the two witnesses are? Some scholars believe that they are Moses and Elijah. Remember, it was Moses and Elijah who were present during the transfiguration of Christ. My pastor does not believe they actually breathe fire from their mouths. Instead, this is probably a metaphor for their ability to utter a word against their enemies for protection. Can you imagine people celebrating and sending presents to one another after the two witnesses are killed? This shows us how debased the people have become and how desperate they are to reject the gospel. I suppose if this happens during our lifetime, we will see videos of this posted all over the internet. What a commentary on our time. When the seventh trumpet sounds, there is joy in heaven, because the kingdoms of the earth have become the kingdoms of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will reign forever and ever. Then the temple of God is opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant is seen in the temple. The ark is a symbol of God's faithfulness to his people. This is followed by lightning, noises, thunder, an earthquake, and great hail. Quite a fanfare for ushering in the kingdom of our Lord. Let's pray. O Lord, what a time this will be. There is a part of me that wants to witness this and another part that hopes to avoid it. Whatever the case, I pray that you will give us the faith and strength to be good witnesses no matter what we are called on to endure. Give us wisdom and discernment where any Antichrist is concerned, Lord. In your holy name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. 
Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well. Be well.